Hello, popsters. Yes, yes, yes. We are doing it again. We are talking. The Kardashians. Because, well, we have to. We can't escape them. The show is on Hulu and it's been going now for a few weeks. And no matter what, I seem to make a comment about them in every podcast. And I don't know how that happens. Oh, yeah, because they can't stay out of the news. But joining us is our Car Jenner expert. You know, I, I like to say the Car Jenner because let's face it, we got to represent all sides. Miss Roxy Remenick. Hello, Roxy. Hello, hello, hello. So, Roxy, what are you up to today? Roxy is joining us from Columbus, where she lives now, and she is in the Cleveland today. Yes, I'm up here for an art show my friend is in. Very cool. 78th Street Studios. Very cool. 78th Street Studios. Whoop, whoop. And, of course, this podcast. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Roxy making the trip from Columbus to this pod, podcast for this podcast um a little trivia on trivia on roxy she stays in a building she stays in an apartment in columbus isn't it all named after pop culture icons or yes. rocks yes each um like floor plan has is like named after uh usually rock yeah it's there's the i live in the blondie and the one that's above mine is the Aretha. And the really nice one's the Prince. There's a Prince one? Yeah, that's like a two-bedroom with like a den. I, of course, I live in the cheapest one, and that's the Blondie. So. Well, I don't like them making Blondie. Well, it doesn't it... really matter. <laughs> the cheapest. But you like it, yeah? Yeah. You have a pool? Yeah. It's not that cheap. Jeez. I'm not saying it's that cheap. God damn it. I have a pool. It's like one of those swanky new apartments. And, you know, I looked up um, if, like, what the lot was before it was Mm -hmm. a luxury apartment. Because I was like, oh, shit. Like, what if I'm gentrifying? Like, what if it was once affordable housing and I'm the asshole? Which, uh, your country. (laughs) Yeah, because Roxy is Cleveland born and bred. And so Columbus is your, you know, your Mm. city that you are not from. So, how would you know? Yeah, so I looked it up, and it was actually once a funeral home. So I always say I'm judgifying the dead. But there was I also live next to another funeral home, so there was definitely some competition happening. And as someone who used to um, be related through marriage to someone, my, my oldest brother's ex-wife, her family um, had their own funeral home, have their own funeral mm. homes, um, and, you know, that competition is fierce in that world because most of the funeral homes, I, I'm sure people are tuning in to listening to um, how big corporations have come in and destroyed the we're family funeral homes. Funeral homes but they China. were, they, they're not outsourced to China, but um, bigger conglomerates have come in and bought out many funeral homes. So, well, that makes me feel. Columbus and Cleveland in regards to the housing issue and what have you, they couldn't be more different, though. I I felt, at least when I lived in Columbus, Mm. maybe I'm wrong. Um, I mean, my area, my area alone, I mean, where you you grew up, it's just one large condo Mm -hmm. complex after the next. But same with me. Mm. They're all encroaching in on... These tiny, 
Victorian homes that we all live in. It's it's odd. Mm-hmm. It's a it, I don't I don't know who is moving in, but they seem to all have few. They seem to all have ninety nine percent occupancy, and they're also boxy. They look like the inside of a pantry with like different size boxes everywhere. Well, yeah, the one mm-hmm. on um, and believe me, as the person, if you look at my YouTube history, <laughs> you will see my obsession with container homes. I am obsessed with container homes. It is my dream to like. I hope nobody ever looks at my YouTube. History. I mean, I. <laughs> Mine's pretty weird, but um, I love the economy of them. I love um, everything about the concept of really cool container homes. Um, but there are apartments in Cleveland that have propped up on Detroit, um, right where Detroit, right where Detroit, um, before it turns into Carnegie. Detroit turns into Carnegie, right? Are you talking about the, like, church and state? Yeah, the church that's, and... That's Detroit and 25th. Yeah, Detroit and 25th. Sorry about that. And um, those look like... Those look kind of like one shipping container on top of the other, but with in a black and white. Some people love that building. Some people really do love the building. It It is something that pops out when you are... I do a lot of walks throughout Cleveland, and I'm going through a lot of the towpath and everything, and that baby does pop out. Yeah. I will say that. Um, Pop off. um, Pop out, pop off. I have never seen what it looks like inside. I think it looks, to me, it doesn't work with the rest of, it looks like, at all, but Nobody in Cleveland seems to care about that. No, 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 no. None of the developers like <laughs> even like look around at any of the other <laughs> oh, buildings, no. and they they don't even think, "Will this look good next to it?" They're just like, "I have a vision." I mean, it's not like when you go to Chicago and you know you go through the architecture tour in Chicago. Not that there's not new builds in Chicago, but it looks like there was a plan. Mm-hmm. There was a plan. I mean, you can do a 360-degree um, kind of panoramic view of different parts of Chicago, and you're like, this tells a story. Yeah. And you don't feel like as yeah. much in Fair Cleveland. But this is not a podcast. <laughs> about gentrification. About gentrification. <laughs> um, and the reason why is because there are podcasts out there about that that do them much better than I could even attempt. So I'm not going down that road. Mm-hmm. I know the lane that I should be in, and it is this one. Let's face it. So, it seems like just yesterday that we were talking about, and we were really talking about... It was a year ago. A year ago, we were talking about um, keeping up with the Kardashians in the end of it. Um, and it really turned into a long conversation about the history, the legacy, the whatnot of this Car Jenner family. Um, and we have had, it's very funny because, you know, the big to do was we are, you know, we're ending keeping up with the Kardashians, but soon after the announcement of them ending, there was another announcement of, but we will have a new show on Hulu. It'll be completely different. I mean, these were the words, mind you, that we heard how very different. Now it is different, but they gave us a year. 
Um, worst year of my life. <laughs> worst year of Roxy's life. Um, <laughs> no um, reality Kardashians, but I beg to differ. I do not feel like I had any break from them because in Kardashian Jenner fam- uh, fashion, of course, all we're doing with this show of the Kardashians is exactly what we are doing with keeping up with the Kardashians because everything in their lives is so heavily publicized. They are out there either posting it themselves on their Instagram or the goddamn Daily Mail is capturing and us is capturing and breaking every single story and every single moment of their life. So all we are doing when we are watching this new retooled reality program like we did with the last one was, okay, this is going to happen now. Like, we know what's going to happen. Because it's already been. Because it's already happened. Because this is about six months. At this point that we're watching it, we're kind of in a, what is like a six-month lag. Not this past week's, but the week before's episode was the SNL episode. So the, when Kim was on SNL, which was this season. Right. So... It's it's kind of tight. Mm-hmm. It's it seems tighter, and I'd have to look it up, and I'm not sure if it is. It seems tighter than it was in relation to most definitely with when it was keeping up with the Kardashians. But um, Hulu is their new network of choice. Um, right now, <laughs> E only has. Um, I mean, they got the whole all the Chrisleys, and they have. Um, I mean, Bravo has the housewives, and they got the damn Chrisleys that people seem to love. But they have that, and they have the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. That is it. So, um, that's... They're going to have to start coming up with some new shows. Yeah. Um, Nobody really watches cable anymore. No, but... And I think that was maybe one of the moves, one of the strategic moves from Chris of moving to Hulu Mm -hmm. because these um, auxiliary networks, these add-on networks, you know, your Hulus and even, you know, even like people are, you know, getting, you know, HBO Max and things like even like Peacock, getting that at a premium level so you can get shows like Girls 5 Eva and other programs like that. People are 10 tend to do that i do not have a cable subscription yeah um which is crazy so have i sometimes in the year i will get a youtube live or a hulu live so i can see right now it's killing me because i can't see baseball live right now so that's a little bit of a sacrifice so if i want to watch the guardians cleveland guardians i think i'm not going to say their old name but you all know who i'm talking about if you are a baseball follower. Um, for a while, I was just calling it Cleveland Baseball because I kept on forgetting to say Guardians, but I wasn't going to call them by their dead name. That's all I'm going to call it, their dead name. Um, I will not say the name. I will not. Mm-hmm. It's time to move on, y'all. Um, but I have to go somewhere to watch that, which is fine, or go to a game. I heard that if you watch it on like a streaming service, you get... My work's commercial, like, incessantly. Really? Yeah. Somebody told me, like... Are you going to share where you work? Oh, yeah. I work for the State of Ohio Office of Tourism. Okay, this is a cool deal, people. She works for the Department of Tourism. I think you have one of the coolest jobs ever. It's, it's a lot of fun. 
<laughs> you can tell by the enthusiasm in her voice. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I work in social media, so I spend all my time looking at a phone screen, pretty much. Right. Um, but the brand is called Ohio Find It Here. It's on the billboards. It's made fun of a lot, which is, like, sometimes funny, sometimes just, like, annoying. Um, depending on the joke at hand. <laughs> Essentially what we're telling you all, if you're looking for what I would call an Ohio staycation, um, Roxy is probably a great resource. Yeah, I know everything. I, I mean, know every yeah. County. I like to say I'm the most famous person in the Ohio tourism industry, but... Roxy, I I'm, think you are. I'm, I'm up there. Maybe not the most famous, <laughs> I'm up there. Well, yeah, so I will have to consult with you after the podcast because I am I am looking for some um, hiking and caving spots that maybe I haven't been to yet in Ohio for a couple getaways this summer. So I'll get back to you on that later because we are not talking <laughs> about the Department of Tourism, but I had to bring it up because... Um, Everybody hears for the Kardashians and then they get these side. They do. Listen, it's called tangents and it's fine. It's, it's, they, they've come to expect it at this point. Um, but so what did happen was they retooled the show. Um, and it does look, well, it looks very different. The production quality is much better. The production quality Leaps leaps and bounds. Is much better, even though the first... They got drones. Yeah, the first episode gave me a little bit of... Um, I felt a little sick. Motion sickness. So, and I will have this on my companion website, popcultureperceptive.com. I'll have the trailer on there, so you will see, or the, or the one segment that shows the beginning, where the drones drone over i know there's a better term than that but move over the residences of the car jenners um what i do find interesting and what i have a hard time keeping up with i know i know it's stupid i know it seems like they're always building and moving into new homes yeah I can't, so as it stands right now, where we're at during this first season of The Kardashians, which again, why didn't you just call it The Kardashians? I just, I just don't know. Because ag- nobody, like, you still associate Kendall Jenner with Kim Kardashian, The Kardashians. I know, it's just, I guess, I guess. Kim may- Jenner, like, it's because it's a nickname, it like cheapens the franchise. the brands. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and Chris knows what she's doing. I guess on a personal level, I know those girls have more money than they know what to do with, and maybe it doesn't bother them, and maybe they're like whatever. But that would drive me crazy, just to be like, well, we barely get the Jenners, and if we do, it's like boring. So I'm I'm watching for Kim and Courtney and Chloe, and then. Whatever we get from Kendall, okay. Wow, we get... And then we have nothing from Kylie yet, which it, I think is a PR move. Oh, and we'll get to that in a second. Mm. Um, but in the past, and you have confirmed this with me, when it was Keeping Up With The Kardashians, 
the previous series, they would show the um, the outside of many of these houses. And these houses were not their houses. Mm-hmm. They were decoy um, houses. Maybe they were... Maybe they were houses that looked similar to theirs, or maybe they, who who knows? But it was never their houses. My question with this series is, okay, we see at one point we see Kendall Jenner um, outside. I forget what these things are called, but she's outside of what appears to be her house in the yard. With one of those bowls, those meditation bowls, those, like sound bowls that that make sound. I love them. I think your mom might have one. Yeah, yeah, she has. Does one. she have one? I was thinking about that also yeah. for Christmas. What about a big epic one of those for her? No, no, she doesn't really use it. Well, I'm just thinking. I'm just spitballing here for <laughs> you. Jesus, I don't want my mom to go down the path of Kendall Jenner. <laughs> I I want. To make sure that your mother has zen in her life in other ways. I mean. She has her own zen. She has, she does. Don't worry about Mary Jo's zen. Mary Jo has her zen. Tours by MJ. Tours by, by MJ. By the way. Not to, <laughs> not to plug a, 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 any other things. But if you are in need of a tour in the Cleveland, Ohio area. Just DM me on the site so I can hook you up with tours by MJ. And those are tours by Mary Jo Mazzarella. And this is the only way to see Cleveland. But again, I do digress. Okay. So, again, they show Kendall outside of her house. They show Chloe. Chloe, who is building her her house, is in the midst of being built right next door to her mom, mom, which always I I say this is a horribly codependent relationship Mm -hmm. they always say that the most traumatized child stays closest to the home well she is the most traumatized child by I believe by leaps and bounds yeah um it just for years it's been like that the wound is very very pronounced on on uh Chloe even though Chloe I um I, I tend to be more as Kim I'm the most entertained by, but Chloe to me is a is a close second. A close second. Because um, I do feel, we'll get to some of the shit she says this year, but I, I've always felt a little bit more like, at least she's able to laugh at herself a bit more. Yes. Um, but do you think, or do you know, if they, these are their actual homes? Or do you think this is also a decoy? When they're when they're when Chloe's standing outside of an in construction home, do you think that's her new home or not? I think so. I think so. I don't think they're going to like have be building a home just for the looks of it, for the reality. Well, no, I don't mean just for the looks of it. I do or believe legitimately. Like, yeah. But because they they did all of these things, and I don't know if it was during the entirety of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Or once the popularity grew at a certain level in a certain season, that Chris came in with, for our safety, mm-hmm. I think it would be a good idea if when they show the outside of the yeah. homes that it is not our home. Or like they went to Palm Springs for the last season to yes. film at a place that wasn't theirs so that they had that safety but i also think it was going to be one of the most watched seasons because it was the last 
season of Keeping Up. Right, so and was that, that their... But is that... Isn't that Chris's Palm Springs? That isn't theirs. Th- so that wasn't they theirs at all. That okay. House for that season. I mean, it's hard to keep up yeah. with the amount I of do properties. I think that with, at least with the Chris home, what we're seeing is her home because that is like brand new. In the last episode, oh they my god, took you on like a little tour of it. Um, it is absolutely bonkers inside. I mean. It to me it is like opulence like dipped in gold with more gold flakes on top. Gilded, if you will. Oh, it is it it is filled with the gildedness. Mm-hmm. And it's almost I laugh because I'm like, this is so 80s man. This is so 80s Wall Street it. money. Um, bringing the gold back, that whole area of just looking at her, looking at her china plateware, her Hermes plates. Her mace plates. I mean, it's gorgeous. Um, she can certainly afford it. Um, I'm, her. yeah, well, good for. I, I mean, believe me, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a better manager out there. I don't. Um. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. And as we've talked about before, I mean, when she got together with Bruce, with Caitlin, apologies, dead name Bruce. um, (laughs) Well, I feel bad because it just slipped out of my mouth. But when she got together with Caitlin, which I forget the amount of years it was between the divorce and what have you, when they blended the families, Caitlin was near bankruptcy. Yes. Which seems hard to believe, but Caitlin, she was not managing her money well. Have you seen? And Chris came in there and said, hey, Caitlin, um, can we use your brand as an Olympian and put your fucking face and body on everything? And that's what she did, mm-hmm. which was... They were doing all these fitness commercials. They, they did the one, the little stepper one. Yeah. And then there was one other fitness one that was like a gazelle yeah. um, where their legs went to and fro. Um, but, you know, we all know that Chris had kind of like the Mama Rose herself. Chris had aspirations of... Very smart. Of acting and what have you. And she was in that world um, after being a flight attendant and everything like that. So, you know, she's she's been around enough movers and shakers at this point. Um, has enough connections and knows how to leverage the qualities of, of these ladies. I mean, and I, I'd say Rob too, but of course we never... can. We will continue not... To see yeah. Rob during the Hulu There show. was a dinner party. Did you see this? Yes. Where Rob was there, um, but the way that the camera was angled, they hid him behind Chloe. And you just see, like, the brim of his hat in, like, certain shots, but you don't even see him. And he's at this dinner party that's being filmed. Um, but they've done such a good job hiding Rob because Rob doesn't want to be in it. Right. And obviously not only hiding him, but but it making sure you never hear the sisters bring up Rob. Rob is not mentioned. 
I mean... In passing, like... But he's never the, like, topic of conversation. Never. They'll be like, oh, I'm... that I want to be close to Rob or something while they're talking about housing. But he's never the topic of conversation. But I do find it fascinating. They are... From what I'm seeing, they're all still living in Calabasas. Yeah, in the Hidden Hills. In the Hidden Hills area of Calabasas. Mm -hmm. Which I wish I was more familiar with I've never been to Calabasas. I've been to Los Angeles and I've been to um you know, the canyon. Laurel Canyon area. I've been to the Hollywood Hills. Um but I I, w- I would love just just to drive around like a lurker just to look at some of these homes. Um but it seems like they're I don't know. It just always, if I go from season to season, I'm like, okay, are they moving in? They're moving out. Are we under the impression Kim is still in the home? The minimalist, I call it the brown beige home, brown beige sand home um, that her and Kanye bought together. Yes, because you see it in the TikToks. Yes. So she remains in the home, in that home with the children and... As far as I know, Kanye is who has bought a home across the street. Something like that. It's very close. There's a there's a home that is very close that Kanye has bought in order to be or yay, in order to be near the children, which is great. Awesome. Now <laughs> the best part about the show is because we know what's coming up on each episode. Because We've already been, this has already been publicized by every rag out there. Um, so it's just at a point where it's like, it's kind of like knowing, it's kind of like being really familiar with a true crime story mm-hmm. and then sitting back and watching it, kind of like watching The Staircase right now on HBO Max, um, which I just reviewed. It's like, I know it's going to come up now. So it's exciting. And it really shouldn't be this exciting. But I am fascinated with it. And I think a lot of it has to do with, as Roxy said, the production quality is so much higher. I don't know if it is a new, like, just better cameras or different ways they're filming this. Higher budget. They must have a higher budget. Oh, Hulu is probably putting... Just dumping money into this show. Well, in their viewers, to E, who has it's struggling because it's a cable network. Hulu right. is, you know, on the rise. They have advertising and they, great show and great shows. They have partnerships and they just have so much going on compared to E. So they have the the budget to make it the way it is, and it's giving us a. It's in the same reality show context, but the setup is giving us something different. And we haven't had reality shows that live up to this production quality. Oh, no. So we are getting something completely different out of a reality show in general and out of specifically the Kardashians. It's almost giving us in... You know, if you look at... It's so overused... But if you look at the term of prestige TV, so, you know, for example, you know, when Mayor of Easttown, HBO Max, a great example of prestige TV, bringing in 
Oscar winners to do this serialized drama with great production quality, great acting, great story, what have you. This is almost the prestige TV level of a reality show, Mm -hmm. which if you look at reality shows, again, especially ones revolving around families, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, if you look at Sister Wise, if you look at Chris Lee Knows Bex, if you look Chris, Chris Lee Knows Best, ah, if you look at um, what Keeping Up with the Kardashians is, was, they all look pretty similar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this, I'm just like, wow, just... The formula is different. The formula is different. And obviously... One of let's we're gonna talk storylines right now, not storylines, but I guess lives slash storylines slash narratives. Unlike in the past, and of course I knew the the Kim storyline will all Kim storylines will always always peak over everyone else's, but it's really leading this year um, with the Courtney. And Travis relationship. That is, that's really what has taken, I think, the (coughs) Dexter, he's going to start barking y'all, really has taken, I think, the love focus at this point. Um, And of course, we have all seen this play out in the last year, this relationship, and they've known each other. You know, for a very long time, they've been, you know, neighbors living near each other in Calabasas. And um, whether you like it or not, I mean, they're in, and they're very much, you know, they're very physical. And we've seen it because we've seen her post incessantly on Instagram. Incessantly. In fact, as of this time today, it's Saturday. Um, that I'm taping this. And I believe they're in the process of getting married in Italy right now. This is like their marriage number. It would be three. Three. Yeah, so they did um, an unofficial marriage in Vegas. A non-binding in Vegas. And then they, I think, got their official like license and all the paperwork and stuff. That marriage done. And that was just the two of them and one family member each. Right. On Courtney's side, it was Mary Jo. On Travis's side, I think it was... His dad? Yeah, I believe it was his dad. And then they're going to have a big ceremony in Italy. Right. Where many of them are as we speak. Um, So, what I find interesting about this, not just what I call the real estate porn of it all... You know, I'm fascinated being inside his home, being inside her home, what have you. But it is shocking for years. And I find Courtney to be the most grating. I always have. It's the it's the very goopiness of her. When I say that, I, it, I am referring to the Gwyneth Paltrow goop non-wellness junk science of it all she literally makes um courtney's approach to wellness is essentially if you're a clevelander you'll understand this i said this to my friend the other day courtney kardashian is the town hall of wellness 
So there's a restaurant in Cleveland <laughs> down the street from me called Town Hall where they espouse healthy alcohol and a lot of a lot of nonsense. Yeah. A lot of nonsense. Essentially trying to say, come here and drink our healthier non-toxic wine. Um, Weird fear-mongering. Yes. And then, like, greenwashing and all of the... Greenwashing. Buzzwords. Explain greenwashing Greenwashing is when brands will say things like, oh, it's healthy. It's all natural. Oh. It's um, all organic. And then it'll be, like, not better in any way right it's just the way that they are the language that they're using um makes it feel eco-friendly and sustainable yeah and it's like not at right all. it's just food exactly well to me it's the and, and don't get me wrong there are wines that are sulfite free and that have less sugar in them and what have you which at the end of the day may just react with you better and maybe it's just the way that they go about it in town hall, I mean. Yes. And and goop or, or and, and Courtney. Push. And push. push. So so Courtney has her own wellness brands and blog and products that she um you know, that she shills on on her push platform. It's called Poosh. You know, Travis has his own wellness stuff going on. Of course he does. So it makes sense that... I mean, she was doing this... Um, I'm like, I hate wellness. <laughs> she she was doing this... I mean, it wasn't like she has poosh because Travis. Yeah. Because um, I'll get to that in a second. Um, but I think it might be something that they do have in common. And they've known each other for a while. But, collab. But it has... It drives me, as somebody who works and tries to provide wellness consultation, and I am not a dietitian or anything, but I do this on a corporate level for companies, the truly (laughs) mind-boggling thing she says at times um, that, that will ultimately, will, could ultimately lead um, her children and other people into more pronounced EDs, eating disorders, is really drives me up the wall. It's the it's the having a kid's party, but making sure there's absolutely no sugar at the party. Whenever you keep anything in such a forbidden zone with children, they are going to find a way to get to it and to binge on it in such an unhealthy way. And I, I hate anybody who I hate when anybody makes any food a forbidden. Mm-hmm. It just it just leads to this. And already you have a um, they have such influence, especially over younger people um, and younger women. You know, and they have such an amazing amount of privilege to be able to get. You know, these 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 folks are getting. Amazing facials and skin treatments. Well, they have to, in some, you know, they try to be relatable. But in some way, in order to keep their brand and their level of exclusivity, they have to make themselves the the way the other half lives. Absolutely. um, And promote that as well. And we see that with Kim saying, 
I can lose 16 pounds in three weeks. And actually saying that so that we know that we can't be them. And that's part of their brand. Right, which we cannot. Um, But it does, again, with Courtney, it just drives me crazy. Um, There is, I think, Roxy, you are the one who turned me on to Kardashian Colloquium Mm -hmm. on TikTok with the one girl who impersonates... Um, is it Kardashian colloquium with she does not impersonate okay them. it's a different it's a different one there is and I'll find it and I'll put I will put the link Kardashian colloquium is hilarious but um, and very informative but there's another girl out there and if I find all her she, I know who you're talking about and all she does is she does the impressions of and she goes back and forth especially with Kim and Courtney and it's like um, what? I'm not listening. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I mean, and it's, she does the best vocal fry nasal of Courtney I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And it's also the monotone. The monotone, which has still not changed. Yes. It's still. I kind of like that about her. The inf- There is no just inflection. I have no idea really what is going on emotionally ever with her ever with her um but again the you either love looking at watching the lovingness in this they're in the true bubble part of their relationship in which they cannot keep their hands off of each other it is a bit nauseating um i'm happy for her but courtney is at a place in this relationship where we're watching it on the show where Nothing else exists except him mm-hmm. and her kids. Yeah. Maybe, maybe at a second, and um, she doesn't even want to be. So the big drama is where does Scott fit into this, yeah. and how much does Scott know? Yeah. So well, your thoughts on this, because Scott Disick, who has been a part of that family. I mean, they're not together anymore, but she does have three children with him. He he does not. His parents are gone, and he essentially has, Chris has always considered him even more than, you know, a, like, like a son. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're showing a lot of his, he's been very open about feeling left out of things now. And clearly this is a situation because... Well, she has had relationships with other people. I, I That's a little bit annoying that they keep on saying that. She's had relationships, but clearly it was never at this level of seriousness. Yeah. And he's, and she's at a place where she's doesn't feel like she has to check in on yeah. him and his feelings. Well, let, just going into it, you have to remember that these are the narratives they want us to think. Mm-hmm. So... We there's a whole other side of their lives that they they don't want us to have that narrative, right? Um, so at the same time, they will show Scott being a bit the biggest asshole, like um, a lot of times, yeah. And um, I just think that like I don't I don't find it that she doesn't care about Scott's feelings. That's how I I view it. I view that. 
they were in the middle of her engagement party. It had just happened, and then people started asking about Scott. Scott. And if that was me, I would have been like, I don't really care about that right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, like, I wouldn't care about Scott's feelings in that moment. The editing, true, you, you are right. Like, the editing of it is obviously designed to, this is part of the narrative that they're trying to show. Like, people keep on bringing it up with her, and she keeps on responding of, like, this is not a priority for me right yeah. now. I'm not saying he's not yeah. part of my life, but right now, this is my engagement party. Yeah. And, you know, they made a big deal of her children weren't there. And that was a decision that was made. That was a decision that was made by Chris. Mm-hmm. And how Penelope was upset. Well, she could be upset for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. I don't think that has any everything that you're seeing from the show. I think, I think he seems like a very kind and warm person with her, with her children and everything. And I'm, it, it looks like they have a very amicable, amicable, blended family. Um, to remind people, Travis, he has two children by blood with former. Miss USA, Shanna Mogler. They had their own reality series. The Barkers, I remember that in like the late 90s. And he has a stepdaughter who he considers essentially his daughter from Shanna's either first marriage or her relationship with boxer Oscar De La Hoya. So they have that whole blended concept going on. Here is my big pet peeve. I will not I will not change my mind on this. This is my only pet peeve with Travis and it, it puzzles me if I was I know that him and Courtney have known each other for a long time. They've been friends. Okay. The true romance about it all. <laughs> when I say true romance, I'm talking about the movie True Romance, which I love. Their daughter Him and Shannon Mochler's daughter, her name is Alabama. This is how much they love that movie because that movie was their movie. And now, by the way, there's other movies out there. Now, they are kind of recycling this same sentiment for Courtney and him. Yeah, they like dressed up as true romance for Halloween. If I'm Shannon Mochler, who I don't think she gives a shit, by the way. Like, that relationship's dead and gone. But I'm kind of laughing and going, really? You all can't get your own, like, movie? It's so weird. As someone who loves movies, I do not want to recycle a movie that was so meaningful with me and my partner that I named my daughter from it. I would be... I don't think I'd be hurt. I would just be like, that's weird mm-hmm. and lazy. <laughs> and what the fuck is wrong with you, Courtney? Because Courtney is so critical about so many things. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what the dick blindness looks not like, y'all. This is some <laughs> big dick blindness. Because I'd be like, could we, any other movie, literally, let's make that movie our thing. It's just weird. Is that not weird to you? Yeah, I was just thinking any other movie, and I was thinking about all the funny, like, options. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, 
there's a lot of dark romances out there. Yeah. If that's the vibe they want to go down. They also dress up as, like, Sid and Nancy, I think, right? Well, of course. I mean, Courtney is... um, And I'm shouting out again my friend um, Anna Rose. Anna Rose is a huge, unapologetic Kardashian um, follower. And she's like, you know, it's... It's kind of like Courtney cosplaying what she thinks is punk rock mm-hmm. um, with like you when you're in a relationship with someone, there are things that, yes, you kind of absorb from them and yeah. you start. I'm not saying that you you take on all of their, you know, take on all of their like preferences and. I like to wear these shirts now because he wears these shirts. And there's things that yeah. happen. Like, you'll pick up on some styles. But I'm like, I've never felt like Courtney's had much of a personal style to begin yeah. with. And I feel like she is Gwen stefani all over this. If you don't know what that means, Gwen Stefani is another human uh, pop culture <laughs> icon out there that takes on the personality of whomever. The personality and style... I feel of whomever she is dating at that time, which further to me makes me question what is this person's POV? Mm-hmm. Does this person have a POV? Right now I'm sitting next to Roxy, who is literally in a a created tall gown. <laughs> I wish you all could see this thing. <laughs> but she just walked into this because she's just, like felt like wearing it today and i'm always like roxy has a point of view roxy has a style that is her own that maybe there are influences from other resource sources and people and what have you but you've made it your own style and i look at her and i'm like you can wear a misfits t-shirt she was wearing a ramstein t-shirt yeah but (laughs) i know that you don't listen to Ramstein. Yeah. Or the Miss. People were saying that. And then Travis was like, she took my shirt because she was cold. Everybody is overthinking it. But the thing is, they were pictured and she knew what she was wearing because they know that what we're going to say about them. Oh, no, absolutely. And it's, you see it a lot with like Megan Fox and MGK too. It's like. I feel like these, I feel like Courtney wants it to be these coordinated efforts that are, that look effortless, effortless. And the MGK, Megan Fox, those don't look effortless. That's taking some time, <laughs> but it's a coordinated effort, a coordinated look. We know that by doing this, we're going to be photographed this many times and have this many impressions and it's going to be forwarded this many times. There's a whole fucking science around it. I just... I'm tired of it. I'm tired of her seeing her... I'm tired of seeing her try to dress as a pretend rock and roll mama. I don't... It's, like, laughable to me. That's why there's been so many... This one woman I'm talking about who's on TikTok who impersonates her is so funny because at different times she'll just be looking in the mirror doing a selfie going, punk rock. (laughs) Punk poosh punk rock like wearing black nails and i'm just like oh god if i felt that there was any part of it 
that was genuine, any part, I would shut the fuck up. But it's like I have a big I have a big problem with the women who morph into what their partner likes. Yeah. If there was never an interest. It's like, guys, you guys have known each other forever. Yeah. Clearly, we would have seen if you had this love for Rammstein or the Misfits, <laughs> we might have seen some of this popping up in your style choices in yeah. these last couple seasons. But again, I don't think she has any style POV. Um nor do I think she has much of a personality. On to someone who I do think has a personality. Um, who has now turned into... I call, I call her the grand tragic figure of this family. Very much, very much like the narrative that followed Jennifer Aniston around for years. Of, oh poor Jen, just can't find love. Who Jennifer Aniston, if you ever see her in an interview, she makes fun of that all the time. Mm-hmm. But... Um, You know, the moment she got, like, the betrayal of Brad and then, like, the other broken relationships after that. All of that kind of followed her around and continues to create, it continues to create this narrative around Jennifer Aniston that she is this sad, despondent person who can't find love and she'll never be able to have a baby. And that's all she's ever wanted. I believe that there is maybe 4% truth in that. Mm -hmm. Um... But I look at this Chloe situation, and I think it's extra painful to watch. Because at this stage in the show, Tristan and her are together. Mm-hmm. They're together. She is being very careful with her words mm-hmm. in the first couple episodes. But by the fourth or third or fourth, they're definitely together. Trashed him. Trashed him. And now he's... And she keeps on reinforcing to the audience through her narrative about all of the work he's doing and the work he's doing. Like, what work? Just keeping it in your pants? He's, which he's not doing. Yeah. We we will come to find out. because no work being done. Because, of course, what we have already know is him and that dirty dick of his, um, a woman by the name of Marilyn Nichols came out a few, emerged months ago. To claim that um, she had just had the child, uh, Tristan Thomas's child. And of course, is it Thomas or Thompson? Thompson. Sorry. Um, of course, there was an, an initial denial through him. Classic. Classic. Classic, classic Tristan. Um, absolutely taking no responsibility for any behaviors. At first. At first. But then, you know, there was probably a test that was done. There was a test. A paternity test. Yeah, there was. And see, I I personally believe that he is throwing that dick around so much that he doesn't even know. Yeah. I mean, I think this is how much... I, I think he is an NBA player who has a girl in every city. Yeah. Or a few. Yeah. And I don't think... He, he probably doesn't remember all of them. No. And he certainly, he's, at this point, the fact that he is not wearing three condoms. Uh, insane. That's A. Are, um, you know, as I always say, vasectomies are reversible. Oh, yeah. Vasectomies are reversible. So, 
right right now maybe it's time to do something about that because he obviously is not yeah he's not able to control himself i look at him as a per a weak ass person who cannot control himself i think he's pathological mm. i think he has found a way to worm 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 i think he's a great manipulator but what breaks my heart with all of this, and okay, again, we don't know the full story, and I, I like <laughs> Chloe, but to look back on keeping up with the Kardashians a couple seasons ago and see how she so grossly attacked Kylie Jenner's former friend Jordan, Jordan, for being in the wrong place at the wrong time and probably being manipulated by Tristan. And allowing him to kiss her. Kiss her. And then vilifying her. And showing it. Mm-hmm. And allowing them to film and tape that. Of her attacking her. And of course we know that Jordan Woods was then kicked off the island. Fully excommunicated from the Carr-Jenner family. Yeah, but look at her now. She's... Oh, she's living her best life. Yeah. I think it was... We talked about this the last time we talked about them. But it's... I do understand. He is the father of her baby girl. Cute little true. So, yes, keep him in your life. Mm-hmm. Keep him in your life. You want you want that father to have a presence in your daughter's life. But don't keep him in your life. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're a fun-ass, beautiful, successful girl with your own shit going on. A great business. Great jeans, by the way. In good American, you're definitely you're definitely the sister who I would say is the funniest and can laugh at herself the most. And I think even though fully traumatized about just everything in life in the most wounded, I think you're gonna be fine without him. I don't I don't understand this pattern that she is in with him. Yeah, I mean she just never picks good people to be in relationships with, it seems. Um, I'm like, it's been, like, played out so many times with her. Like, with Lamar. Yeah. That was just bad, bad situation. And then it's, like, again, in a bad situation because she just doesn't pick people that... Um, right. Are good. And she allows, again, while in the past, now you're, seeing the, you're seeing the opposite with Courtney this season on this show. In the past, one of their biggest cr- criticisms with Courtney was she was not allowing as much access mm-hmm. into her life and her personal life. So that's why we weren't seeing things like her relationship with Eunice Benjamin, mm-hmm. um, that cute younger model. We weren't seeing those things. Those things happened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were not allowed into that part. While you have Chloe, who you've seen, you've seen warts and all, you know, kind Everything. of like Chris. I mean, yeah. I mean, like Kim. You're, no holds barred. No holds barred. Um, you know, and Kendall's the same way. You don't see shit. Kylie's the same way. You oh see God, limited, even less. It's so, so annoying. I just want to see Kylie. I just want to see Astroworld. Uh, well... But, yeah, the, I just, I find it sad. Because I also know what's coming up is when she finds out, again, she is going to, 
I know she's fine. But the fact that we are going to see, like, everything old is new again. She's going to find out. We already know. Pub, she's going to find out on the show about this Marilyn Nichols situation. Yeah. Just how she found out a couple years ago about the situation with Jordan. It's only a matter of time before that blows up on on the Hulu show. Oh, yeah. And it's it has been confirmed that it will. Yeah. That it will. And... You know, the, of course, I'm, you guys all know that I'm saving Kim for the, oh, Dexter. That's Dexter, as you know. It would not be the show without him barking about something. Um, But you brought up a good point here. To me, one of the more controversy, controversial elements that has been brought to, brought to light. Um, Roxy mentioned Astroworld, and we're thinking, talking about the Astroworld tragedy that happened in Texas at Travis Scott's concert. Travis Scott's concert that both Kendall and Kylie were at. And those great Kardashian investigators figured out in the last episode, there was an episode where where um, Kendall was pretending to be in Miami with Haley Bieber. And really, if you figured out the timing... She would have been in, maybe Haley was in Texas as well, but she was not in Miami. She was in Texas because it was the timing of the Astroworld concert, which, and we've barely seen, barely seen Kylie to begin with so far. But to me, this means we're, we're going to completely ignore everything and anything associated with Astroworld. Do you agree? Yes. We're not going to see any of that. Why? I, I'm sure that they were filming um, around them, around Kylie, and stuff like that, and it just all ended up on the cutting room floor. Because I think that they are p- pulling no attention to Astroworld. Which, again... How can you not talk about the elephant that is in the room? Mm-hmm. That drives me crazy. So we are going to, it's going to be okay to show, you know, scars and all of everything that happens. Well, not scars and all, but all the ugly shit that's going to go down soon with Chloe and Tristan. Because that's not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. Kim ugly crying yet again about the damn sex tape. I will get more divorced. Uh, well, already it makes me so uncomfortable what we've gotten so far that I'm just like, oh my god. Um, but it's just, I think it's, I think it's, and it might be something legally with Travis Scott's team mm-hmm. as well. I think it's wrong. Yeah. I think you have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see how it's going to change anybody's perceptions yay or nay about how they feel about Travis Scott. There's yeah. so many different narratives and so many different yeah. stories around well where was he during this and where you know there's a lot of conflicting stories that when people were being put into ambulances he was already at a restaurant with mm-hmm. friends. Who knows? Or if he didn't do enough or or if he really was um not the impotent, but he really was stoking the fire for some of this shit to happen. I mean, I think it's a multitude of different reasons, and we don't have to go into them of of 
why that tragedy happened and it's horrible, but I think it is, I think it's bullshit that they are ignoring it. Yeah. I mean, we're not even going to get Chris to come out and do her. Yeah. And the thing is, PR if, spin? if they wanted to address the situation, this show would be the place in which they would do it because Absolutely. of how closely they can control what the narrative is and so if if we were to get any of it it's going to be in the show and we still have time to see kylie we haven't seen her at all so it may be coming in later episodes but at the same time i wouldn't be surprised if it didn't i just don't think i i will be shocked i don't think we're going to get like any of kylie have we seen any of her we saw no the first episode we did yeah but I they had to have her in the first episode because she's in the promos, right? But and people will watch for that for this situation in particular, so they had to egg egg you on with her. I mean, and and Travis Scott has been pretty hidden for months since this tragedy, but Kylie and him did make an appearance at the Billboard Music Awards mm-hmm. with Stormy. Um, who wore a tiny little asymmetrical gown. Um, one shouldered asymmetrical gown. I was like, okay. Um, I thought it was cute. Some people were saying, it's too provocative. I'm like, you, that, you're fucked up if you think that is. Yeah. There's something fucked up about your She's thinking. Like five. She like, looks adorable. Yeah, let her wear whatever she wants. She looks adorable. Yeah. Let it go. If you're thinking sexually about a five-year-old, then that's an issue. <laughs> Correct. There's a, yeah. And you know what? Sorry. She's. Her mom, she's going to want to, you know, wear cool little. Her mom is yeah. able to have a designer so, come in and probably design like mm-hmm. eight. She already, ha- she already has. Mm-hmm. She has a couple like mini versions of yes. Kylie outfits. And so, by seeing them at the music awards with Child, we are they are framing him in this fatherhood, parenthood, correct, um, wholesome fr- like uh, lens, so yeah. that. He doesn't. If he was pictured alone, we would be able to vilify him. If he's pictured with his five-year-old little girl, then it's like, oh, like, we, oh, he's yeah. an okay guy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's it's brilliant, PR-wise and optics. It's the only way they can go. And I do think that we're going to see her again. We are going to see Kylie. We're going to see Kylie, and we're not going to see the baby, but it's going to be when Kylie has the baby. Yeah. Because at this point that they're filming, what, what is she at? Seven months? Eight months? She's, she's big. Yeah. She's big. Um, and as Kim says, it's definitely a boy because she's more beautiful during her pregnancy. During her pregnancy because girls take the beauty from it's, you. It's an old wise tale. I was like, is, what, Kim? What? What? <laughs> Kim, come on. Kim, you're helping get people off of death row. Please. Yeah. Well, we're seeing the, you know, traditional nostalgia, old um, traditions that are run through, run rampant in the Kardashian. Right. I will say the first episode, they had a... <laughs> I forget what the hell they were celebrating. They're always celebrating something and I can't I can't keep up with the celebrations. But the food that they had it was like chick it was like chicken fingers, hamburgers, it was all junk. 
it was like the most amazing spread of, I, I mean, Courtney couldn't have eaten anything. Yeah. I think, it wasn't it just a barbecue, like a backyard barbecue? But it was like catered. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, mean, with a chef. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. A chef. Like, a professional chef did the backyard barbecue, yeah. Right. I mean, because of... And we're gonna... We've got to get to the Kim of it. I would sit here and talk about Kendall and Kylie, but there ain't much to say mm-hmm. at this point. They've barely been in it. I mean, there's, like, a little narrative about what a health nut Kendall is. And she can't... Where she can't cut the cucumber properly. Yeah. And Chris is like, let's just have the chef do it. And Kendall's like, no, I'll do it. And then holds her one hand on the opposite Uh, side. It was painful to watch. Yeah. At first, I hadn't seen the episode yet. And I saw people talking about it on Twitter. And I was like, okay, it can't be like that bad. I feel like people are like overreacting to the way she's cutting this cucumber. (laughs) Then I watched it. And I thought, you know what? Yeah, that's really bad. Like, how do... <laughs> How have you gone this far in life? First off, I don't find cucumbers. There's many vegetables out there that I think are challenging to cut. A bell no. pepper. She had her. She was. It was like she had never cut anything in her life with a knife. That's what it looked like. Yeah. It just and the way Chris is like, let the chef do it please you're like you're embarrassing yourself she's like no i'm gonna do it i'm gonna cut the cucumber and she's like i'm just so about my health right now (laughs) yeah i was like why are they even on i i i really do feel like that about the at this point about the jenner sisters because i just i'm not understanding what the whatever whatever but the first episode I'm not going to go episode by episode, but obviously we all know the shit that is a coming with the Kim Kardashian of it all. At this point in the series, at this point in the series, you know, we know that Kim and Kanye are, um, you know, the divorce papers are out there. Nobody has signed anything. And Kim is constantly saying, you know, we're in a good place, but there's boundaries. And she brings up the SNL of like him coming to SNL and being there to support, but he's in a different hotel room. And I have felt like for months, there's been conflicting leading up to this conflicting information out there. I just said conflict, conflicting, conflicting, Teresa, learn how to talk. (laughs) Um, Because, Kanye and um, I try to really be sensitive sensitive when I'm being critical of this person I do know that he suffers from manic depression I I get it Um, but the, the hypocrisy is too much for me he was very he very publicly was dating Irina Sheik model and ex wife of Bradley Cooper months ago he has not, Julia not Fox. dated women during this. Have they been around his children? No. I think that's the big differentiator. But the hypocrisy of this man in the last couple months of essentially alluding, this is a married woman. How dare you? 
you know, this level, and I don't know if it is the mental health, um, you know, the just histrionic personality disorder that he has, the ego, the Kanye being Kanye. I don't know if he is designing this narrative. I don't know. Yeah, he's doing something. But it's... It hurts my... It, it's This is weird to watch this play out. And especially because I don't think... I knew they were close, but I see such a codependency with Kanye and Kim's relationship. And you really see that in the first couple episodes. So they're divorced. Not divorced, they're separated. But... She's still seeking his approval on things. And I'm like, okay. So this makes to me, and again, I'm not siding with him on anything. But if you're dealing with someone who is struggling with mentally, with behavioral health issues, even if they're not, this is going to mess up your mind a bit. All right, this person needs me. They're reaching out to me again. Yes, I know it's the mother of my children, but there's still a window. There's still a window. Because to me, when she does these things and is reaching out to him, and it's not about the children, Mm -hmm. because I think Courtney, I think that's where the line that, that Courtney has to make, where she's trying to make with her family, you know, about Scott. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, he's the father of the our children and I know he's and the thing is he's friends though with yeah like Chloe and stuff things like that but I can kind of see where in the mind of someone who is still holding out hope because mm-hmm. he's fully still in love with Kim mm-hmm. like not loves her like I think she loves him but she's no longer in love with him yeah he Loves her and is still in love with her. And he can go and date as many girls in the world that he'll style or resemble her. But he knows it's not her. Mm -hmm. And, but the energy that, and like the vitriol that he has thrown out her, out here in the last couple months. is just, I think, just gross. And she's... I mean, I think she's approached it as normal as possible. But what were your thoughts? Because we all knew, we all had heard that he had walked out during Saturday Night Live, during the monologue. Because he was there to watch and support her. And I was like, oh, it's, he's just pissed off about the monologue. Which we come to find out that she shared with him that he never read. Mm-hmm. And he was pissed that she called him a rapper because yeah. he's so much more. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Do yeah. you think he re- that was really the reason? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that was fully the reason because <laughs> yeah. he's like, I'm a designer. I'm a this. I'm a that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I believe that. <laughs> I just. I just think he's like, um, you know. The dude ran for president. Like, he thinks he is a superhuman genius, and that's where 
I think the stem of so much of the issue lies is that he um, he has positioned himself on a pedestal. And nobody, not even his wife, is on that pedestal with him. Right. And and in, in Kim's defense, you know, Kim has her own aspirations. You find out in this season that she is, you know... This is her last and final attempt at the mini bar, the baby bar. And she does, spoiler, she does pass it. Mm -hmm. Well, sitting outside of a Red Lobster, as my one friend said, um, what is more shocking, that she actually passed this thing or that they went to Red Lobster? (laughs) I did find that compelling. The Red Lobster. I love Red Lobster, so there's no hatred for Red Lobster. Are you sure they were they were sitting outside in the car? Are you sure it wasn't just the car was parked in front of a Red no. Lobster? She says in her Instagram that they went out. They left the Red Lobster. So I'm like, I'm like, one of those children really loves something on that Red Lobster menu. It's those biscuits. Those Cheddar Bay. Listen. I would do anything right now for a basket of those Cheddar Bay biscuits, though. So I understand. I should have gone and got some. They also, you could have brought those over. Yeah. Good job. They also have on Red Lobsters. This is not a Red Lobster podcast. They also do have on the menu, if you ever go to Red Lobster, Cheddar Bay biscuits, but leave room for dessert for something called Fudge Overboard, which all it is, is a baked big old Toll House cookie. Like sliced, like a, you know, a piece of pie. And then they put ice cream and syrup on it. It's so good. Okay, that's it. But, you know, if you go to Red Lobster. I'm sure that's what Kim orders. I mean, it's what we saw in the first, one of the first episodes, you know. They eat like crazy and that's why they work out so much. Yeah. The skinny fries and the, Mm -hmm. I was like, whatever, whatever, you guys. Um, But... (laughs) I do, I do hand it to her. I was like, all right, well, she, she passed this. That's good. And they, they have had a lot of focus on, on her work, you know, really kind of working, not with the Innocence Project, but working to, you know, get wrongfully convicted people off of death row, which there's nothing glamorous or sexy about that. And I keep on telling people that's hard work. She, she has the platform. She has the clout. She can make the connections. And, like, good on her. I, I, nobody can show any fault with that. And maybe they have not provided this in the narrative before. But has Kanye ever talked about this for her? Has Kanye ever talked her up about, this is remarkable that you are doing this? Mm-hmm. I have yet to hear that. No. Now, maybe he has done this in private because he talks a lot about himself yeah i also haven't listened to like the new albums from kanye he might like throw it in a bar too well he throws in in a bar too about it appears that he's that he cheated on her um i don't know again if that's if there's truth in that or not it looks like in an upcoming episode that they talk about they might be talking about some of his music mentioning her um but again (laughs) it's like i don't you know i don't it's very obvious why this relationship collapsed when you see such differing 
directions of because I, I can't I know she has a zillion assistants it's not like she's sitting there having to meal prep for herself or you know she's probably got a nanny per kid but you're gonna have to have some dedicated time to study for that thing and I think now she's able to take the regular bar now I don't know when this ends mm-hmm. um now she has to do more hours of schooling with her tutors and then eventually take the bar, yeah. And I do think it's... Let me get this knot out of your tail. We have Dexter right now on Roxy's lap. Um, I do think... And it's she's talked about it. You know, she is trying to change... She's still on that journey not to be... The girl with the sex tape. Yeah, and she says that directly. Like, right. At this point, like, she wants people to respect her in a way that any reality would... Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dexter was not having it. Um, yeah, she wants... Yeah, she's looking for... No matter what that... No matter what the sex tape is going to follow her around, it follows her around in throughout... These first couple episodes, again, though, because, again, it is brought up. Again, something comes out that Ray J's old, Ray J's old manager says that he has more tape of... Yeah, more of the tape. More of the sex tape. That wasn't originally released. Now, we have in the... Which, something that has come out recently that is not going to be in the series, at least not this season... Is that Ray J is now coming out and saying, listen, they've always known about this tape. Yeah. This was pushed out from them. The thing the thing that has followed her around even more so than the tape itself mm-hmm. is the, did Chris just orchestrate this to make sure that this came out? Yeah. Because what he is saying. I think that'll always be something people will say is that they did that. Purposefully. Um, purposefully. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't believe that. I think that they are masterminds. And I've been saying this whole podcast, every narrative that we see is one that they want us to see. But back when that was happening, that wasn't the case. And um, I just, I don't see how anybody would do that. I don't either because we're talking early days. It was revenge porn. So yeah, I I have always been I've always been of of the belief. But it was revenge porn before we even heard the term revenge porn, but I've always 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 been of the belief that he he being Ray J or someone from his family or someone representing him or working with him released it. Not her. And then she had to spin her own narrative. Correct. The narrative spinning came out of that yeah. from her side. Yeah. Um, I mean, they are masters of the masters of the storytelling, story weaving, but no one's that damn good. Yeah. I mean, I know that Chris Jenner, many will call her Machiavellian. Mm. In a way, yes. Strategic, whip smart. I mean, to <laughs> I think she has a bit of a soul to go, listen, here's an idea. Yeah. 
look how, look what this has done for Paris. And I'm like, yeah, Paris was traumatized by that mm-hmm. also. And that, and that horrible person that did that to her, he admitted it. He's like, oh, yeah. I mean, Rick Solomon, who would go on to marry, um, who would go on to marry Pamela Anderson two different times. Mind-bending. Mind-bending information. I don't understand that guy. That's a whole other subject. But, um, yeah, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. But, again, this becomes... And Chloe even brings it up in the show. Like, this becomes a huge part of the first couple episodes of... Wow, isn't this weird? When we first... When we started keeping up with the Kardashians, the first episode was all about your sex tape. Mm. And... You know, the idea that you would have something like this continue to follow you around, I think, would, after, really, after what she has done to, you know, elevate her, you know, whether you like it or not, but elevate her brand, Mm -hmm. and people still talking about this, especially in light of, again, I, I cannot, I will give no criticism, I only say big ups for her with this work that she's done. To get, you know, and she's been very frank about it, you know, like if I have to go to Donald Trump and beg for like this woman to be out, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And so for people that um, haven't watched it, haven't watched the new episodes, what we do end up seeing is that Kanye in some way buys the hard drives on which the sex tape is living. Right. Um, The full original <laughs> source files um he buys it one way or another and as she's in new york getting ready for snl he delivers it to her in a suitcase at her hotel um so and it's very emotional and she's um, very emotional and so that people can't keep releasing the sex tape and you know and we know the irony around this so he's this is this very emotional look what Kanye has done for me yeah. and she even says look what he did for me and now we know what happens next though because it's already happened mm-hmm. we know that SNL is going to happen the monologue is going to happen he's going to walk out during the monologue during this week she's been talking and she even has the um, SNL skit with Pete Davidson and from this, this relationship is going to begin. Yeah. So, a couple things. And somebody said this on another podcast the other day, and I laughed, that it's very much the butterfly effect. Because she even discusses with one of her stylists at one point. You, Again, I did not realize how much influence Kanye had on her until you really hear her talking about it. Of like, I don't really know how to dress myself. He's done everything like that. And maybe if he comes on as like the musical guest, that would be amazing. But maybe I should do this on my own. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking if he was on there as the musical guest, I don't think the Pete of it all would have happened. Because I think his presence would be so omnipotent. And he would be essentially getting his stink on everything so much that there would have been no room for that. Yeah. Um, because it, and he would have been there during the week for the entire rehearsal process as exactly, well as a yeah. musical guest. So again, so I think in the, so good on her 
for like, and I'm glad she didn't do that because again, I think it would have been a, and people can believe this or not. There's a lot of what they want us to see, what they don't want us to see. But I do think that psychologically Mm -hmm. that would have said something to him. Yeah. Even more. Like, I'm going to put my, I'm going to dig my heels in even more. Mm -hmm. And we know from, we know coming down the road, you know, we don't, I doubt we'll see it, but there'll be the very performative Julia Fox situation. And now he's with Channy Jones. Right. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I I love following Julia Fox. Oh, absolutely. She is fantastic to follow. She's the most exciting. Like, please come out of the house more times in a bikini, in a trench coat. Yeah. And, like, slouchy boots made out of denim. Yes. 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 This is like my Bjork in the swan dress, but just on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Go to Whole Foods like that. We want this. I need this. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't need to see Anna Paquin in her joggers and a t-shirt at Whole Foods. This. Yeah. This I like. Performance art. She knows what she's doing. She's a performance artist. Yeah. And and good on her. And um, there was a. There was a time and a place for it, and she knows when to do it. So yes. I, I enjoy it, and I'm glad that, I'm glad that he brought us. I'm glad that he elevated her exposure, Julie so to Fox. speak. Um, even though she she had a lot of buzz about yes. her years before, but it, it, I wasn't following her until Kanye. No, her. no. Um, I mean, she was the muse. Of the Safdie Brothers of Uncut Gems. And she said, also somebody said, asked her, like, what's it like dating a billionaire? She's like, I've been dating billionaires my whole life. (laughs) Yeah, she gives good, she gives a good interview and good copy. I will, I will give her that. Um, But yeah, I, it's, I have like a lump in my throat. (laughs) Because I know the stuff that's going to come down because the Kanye reaction to things is going to start getting uglier and uglier. And again, I, who knows? It's, it's, is it the threat of another man? Is it, is it a double standard? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Kim mentions it when she talks about it. It's a double standard. He can say whatever he wants in a rap song, but when I go up on SNL, I can't express myself in that. So Oh, it's complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. And um, she knows with his his impact, you know, he, she, he has huge influence too. It's not just, you know, it's not just her. And she has taken the high road. Mm-hmm. I feel time and time and time again. And... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There in the most recent episode, he. It's very sweet. Like he, um, he brings a like fire truck to the house, and the kids gotta go on a ride in a fire truck, and I always sense though there is this hesitancy with Kim mm-hmm. when he is around in these situations and it's like really cool that you're doing this for the kids and everything but i feel like that's performative Mm -hmm. for us Mm -hmm. look at look at how great kanye is with these kids Mm -hmm. because he has been very vocal 
uh, very vocal about, I wasn't invited to this, I wasn't invited to this, nobody told me about this, they're trying to keep me out of my parents, you know, the Kris Jenner machine is trying to keep me out. And there's always excuses made for him. Mm -hmm. Time and time and time again. And they're doing that, I think, on behalf of the children. Yeah. Because guess what? Northy is Kanye. Yeah. At first, I was like, when I saw her growing up, I was like, oh, she looks just like Kim. Mm -hmm. I think she looks more and more like him. And she acts more like him. Holy shit. Like. She is, um. She's going to be huge one day, and I'm excited to see it. She is. It's just, just got to be a lot of work. Just got to be like PTSD dealing with her mm-hmm. because she's. I mean, she's funny, but she's gonna be a hand. You know, she's got to be a handful. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see in the next couple episodes if. We see, I don't know if we're going to see um, Pete Davidson at all. Pete Davidson, who just announced this Saturday, is going to be his last episode of, it's the season finale of Saturday Night Live. Natasha Leone is hosting, and it will be his last episode. He's leaving the show, um, which he's barely on it already. Oh, yeah, he's barely in it. Um, but I found, I find that pretty interesting that, you know, the timing of all of that, that he's leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't think it's, it's funny because Kim Kardashian does not casually date. And she has said it. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like a Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez also does not casually date. If she is with someone, there's a good intention. She's going to be getting married to that mm-hmm. person. Kanye West that boy casually dates. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I you know, but again, I think the difference is I do not think there's any integration with the children. Mm-hmm. And I think he's that's probably very very important mm-hmm. for him. Um because at the end of the day in the back of his mind maybe, I have no idea. But I feel like cuz he's so vocal about things. Yeah. Um like, it's like I'm seeing his wounds. Like, I see his wounds a lot. I see his wounds open much more than, like, you know, Chloe has the guard around her, even though we know she's the most mm-hmm. bruised of the yeah. children. Um, hope of hope. Yeah. Hope of hope. I mean, she's still calling me, wanting my approval on things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and you see her distancing herself. Definitely. More and more. So that's. I would I would feel such pressure with that dynamic of how how can we succeed with this with the kids mm-hmm. you know Definitely. with and for me to also be able to be happy in a relationship cuz having them spar like the new boyfriend and the ex the soon to be ex-husband sparring back and forth is not a good look no yeah at all. Especially if you think about how much Kanye, like, how Kanye West was, like, Pete Davidson's idol. Wow. <laughs> it's so layered. Layered, layered, layered. Um, what do you... Have you seen anything this season with the this episode and, like, kind of their treatment that has been 
surprising to you that they've shown. That's my only thing. The like the the quality, visual quality is much higher, but I have yet to see anything that I'm like, oh yeah, wow. I would say what one thing that's been surprising to me is seeing Kim. Um, it I wouldn't say letting loose because I would never say that about her, but she is starting to have a little bit more fun with making fun of herself um, in this new season, not taking herself as seriously as in the past, like laughing at herself. Like she'll say um, uh, something about, they're talking about Courtney getting engaged and she is like, wow, this is the first time she's getting married. Unlike me, you know, I've gotten married three times. Right. She's like, maybe the fourth will be, fourth time's a charm. Well, she, yeah. She jokes about herself, and I don't think we've seen her joke about herself, because we, she's never had a sense of humor, but now I think, like, it's starting to develop and maybe being shown more. She's, like, a little funnier. Yeah, and I think she's gotten older, and she's probably with having you know the amount of kids she has it's kind of like yeah why am i holding on to this so tightly Mm -hmm. i have to you know i have to let go of some of this as well or i'm going to implode um and she was i have to tell you it was one of the funniest episodes of the season her on snl Mm. and i think it's because she's and she (laughs) she was so brutally honest um I thought going into it during the show going, um, no, I can't sing. I can't dance. I can't act. Like, mm-hmm. why am I doing this show? Mm-hmm. You know? And she was hilarious. And I think she was hilarious on the show because they knew how to write for her. And because they played on things that made sense. Yeah. wise. I mean, they had a whole bachelorette. I think it was probably, like, one of the best of the season. Oh, absolutely. And it's, she has such a star power that, like, it's, you can get any actor, you can get, but, like, having Kim Kardashian on SNL is crazy, because she doesn't act, sing, dance, do anything. She's just, herself is her own commodity. And so, to have somebody like that, who is the most photographed woman in the world, on SNL and making, like you said, writing skits that fit that, um, it's just, it was so good. It was so, it was a novelty. Right. It was a novelty episode. Whereas any episode with an actor, actors act. It's right. not novelty to see an actor act. I did like kind of going behind the scenes of it, of that, and seeing that and them, because we've always heard she was talking about how exhausting the process yeah. is, which we've heard that from many people. Yeah. Um, and how intimidated she was. Mm-hmm. Cause that would be intimidating as hell. So I did appreciate that. Um, I was surprised to see, I guess Corey Gamble is still running. I, I guess they're still together. If you, if you listen to Kanye, which I try not to, but man, he said some crazy things about Corey in the last, in the last couple months about him cheating on Chris Chris and and what have you. But Uh, 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 I guess I, I'm not sure. called Chris, Chris John. Chris John is one of my favorites. Um, (laughs) I'm not, 
I have not been surprised, surprised by anything. I just marvel. And I know they can do this at a drop of a hat. A lot of it is for the show. They give such great reality show just just because of the parties they throw. Yeah. A party for anything. Yeah. A party for anything and for everything. Yeah. Um, which they I pray a lot too in this new show. They're always praying. Yeah, praying to Heavenly Father. I was, you know, that might, you know, I, I mean, they they do consider themselves. Chris owns a church. About that. What do you know about this Chris? Oh, that's where they... Jenner Church. I wouldn't be surprised if none of them pay taxes because they just donate such large sums to this Chris Jenner Church, which is a tax write-off. And in order to be a member of yeah. the church, God. you have to give tithing, tithing of 10% of your income to the church. And... What have we always heard about Chris as a manager? She takes 10%. 10%. So, there's... This church is... Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> it's wild. And I think because more people know about the church now, that's why we're seeing them pray more. Is because they're like, well, we have to make the church make sense. True. I mean... <laughs> I, I, I don't know how I, I don't know if the I don't know how much religion really plays into I think for each of the girls it might be a little bit different yeah. um, but do they still consider themselves Catholics? They're, I don't think they're Catholics I mean Christians? Christians? Sorry. Oh yeah they do because of this church they have to Otherwise, it would be too obvious. And they were all going to Sunday service there for a while. And listen, which is Kanye's, not his church, but his, his yeah, you know, relig- his religious experience, um, yes. his weekly religious experience. Yes. Um, and not only were they going... But the Beavers were going because the Beavers had to change their narrative because they were going to Hillsong yeah. for so long. And then Justin's best, Justin Bieber's best friend, Carl Lenz, yeah. he had that big public outing of, by the way, look into Carl Lenz. That might be a Carl Lenz. I might uh, speak on the, um, the downfall of him at Hillsong Church in a future episode because that is a fascinating story. But, you know, he was the, you know, cool Catholic preacher. Um, And, of course, it came out that he was cheating on his wife. And the people who really owned Hillsong, which is based out of Australia, they asked him to please leave his post. But he brought in a lot of celebrities to the L.A. um, location of Hillsong. Like, that's where... Chris Pratt and um, his Schwarzenegger wife go, um, and Justin and Haley went there, and he was very trendy, controversial 
church. So they, they were like, well, we can't go here anymore. Let's go to Kanye's Sunday service, which, listen, it looks amazing. I mean, I'd love to go somewhere outside and listen to beautiful gospel mm-hmm. music. Um, I hope it has to do with that and not about Kanye's ego, but I don't know if he can discern the difference at this no. point either. Um, and um, I pray, I do pray for you, Kanye. I do. Kanye, I do. Who's for, listening to Kanye? I know you're listening. I pray Stephanie. for. I pray for you, <laughs> genuinely, dude. You are such a talented man, but you got to stop with the misogyny and the horribly pain, like horrible shit that you have said about women. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, enough of that. But um, yeah, I'm. I'm a, the only thing I'm shocked about is just the how uneven how uneven again that we are at like we're just not going to have anything that much with Kendall or Kylie and we're going to edit out edit out certain huge chunks of reality that we know have happened because they were everywhere so it's this unequal treatment that continues to be pervasive which i know is controlled by by chris and i'm again i look at that bruised child which is chloe and i'm like so it's okay is it because she gives such good tv showing this narrative of this constant another disappointment and love i think it's a somebody's gotta do it somebody's gotta do it mm. i mean but you also have I mean, it's not enough that you're going to also have Kim having to deal with the Kanye backlash, and now you're going to have this. Well, then you have well, you have so much saccharin with Travis, mm-hmm. as they call him, Kravis. Mm-hmm. Yes, Kravis. Mm-hmm. Um, so much of that saccharin going on, and also a big storyline is there's so many children out there that need to be adopted. Listen, I'm not out here talking... It's not like the rescue pet thing with me. But why... I understand that... They have the money to, like... Do the in vitro and find the follicle... To try to get Courtney pregnant again. But... Is this completely necessary? Mm-hmm. And also... No offense. Find a surrogate, y'all. Yeah. Find a surrogate. Uh At this age, you can afford it. Yeah. Talk to your sister, Kim. She's done it with those. That's what I was um, confused about because I was like, wait, aren't they going to have a surrogate? No, it's the. No, because I think I feel like these two are so wrapped up. Truly, I do not think this is part. I do not think any of this is put on. I think they are tunnel vision wrapped up. We are going to have a baby. Mm hmm. We're going to use science, but it's going to be the old-fashioned way because it's going to even make us grow stronger and stronger and stronger. And I'm like, yeah, but you can take his sperm, you can take her egg, and you can have another carrier for that. Mm-hmm. And it's still your child. Talk to your sister. Yeah. And those children are definitely her and Kanye's child. Mm-hmm. They just had a different incubator. And, again, they have so much money. But, I mean... What one of the funny things that she said the other day was, and again, no science to back this up, but because she's so healthy, 
because she's so healthy that whatever hormone she was taking, it was go- it was bringing on early menopause. Mm-hmm. And I want to be like, honey, first off, you might already be perimenopausal. Yeah, she's you're in, in your forties. I am. Big, you know, big surprise. I'm perimenopausal. I'm not, but there are signs. My gynecologist, the same gynecologist of Roxy, by the way. <laughs> In case anyone wants to know. <laughs> Dr. Waite, shout Dr. out. Shout, woo, woo, Dr. Waite. We love Dr. Waite. He's the best. Um, I'm just like, why would you want to increase any overall risk factors when you don't yeah. have to and you have unlimited wells of money? Exactly. Just, and again, I'm like... It is their tunnel vision love story. Yeah. It's, we're the only ones in each other. We're the only ones out there, you know. It's only our world and what have you. Um, I'm, I'm surprised to see, I thought I would be, we would be seeing a little bit more of, a little bit more of the children. Just in general. Yeah. Um, and I don't know whose decision that is. I'm still, su- I am still surprised we see as much of Kanye's kids mm-hmm. as we do. Because I know he is very opposed to that. And I don't know if that's a new development or a, I think that might be a new development. Yeah. Because um, he knows what he signs up for. Mm-hmm. Because he's on the payroll. Okay, is he on the payroll? Is Kanye? he? Does Kanye get any money for being on these episodes of these Hulu episodes? Um, or is it permission? Or is it? I think it's permission. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. He's not even on that much. If anything, it's like nickels and dimes to him. Right. I'm just wondering. I just yeah. I'm fascinated by how payment is. Negotiated. It's not that it what if he was like naming his price, he wouldn't be on the Hulu show. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why I think we see so little of him. Is he's because if we, he was naming his price for Hulu, he wouldn't be on it. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, things that have recently happened that we won't see this season. Obviously, the Met Ball happened where we saw a very tanned Pete Davidson. Um, alongside Kim Kardashian in the Marilyn Monroe dress, which she only had on for a hot second, and then she changed into a replica. And I went back and forth on my thoughts of this. I'm very sensitive when it comes to the whole Marilyn Monroe at all, because I love uh, Marilyn. I think she looked pretty great. I, I think I'm more upset <laughs> that Ripley's, believe it or not, in Florida owns that dress. Yeah. Um, that's, pro- to me, that's the saddest part. Um, but I am shocked. I know that she has Kim Kardashian money. I am still shocked that she was able to find a way to borrow that dress. That dress is Bob Mackie, who he was... Um, I don't believe he constructed it. It's a Jean-Louis dress. But he did this. He sketched it Mm -hmm. for Jean-Louis. And he says the material of that dress is so delicate that 
he he was almost saying, you know, no one should really even be, you should be very careful even touching it. Mm. You know, it should live under glass. Mm. And taking that chance, um, it's a historical artifact. It should be in the Smithsonian, if yeah. anything. Not Ripley's. Yeah. I think that's what upsets me more, that it is in cheesy ass Ripley's Believe It or Not in, in Florida. Miami, yeah. I'm like, good God. And I mean, I know it was at a from a private seller and they went in and they bought it from that private seller. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean It or, was at auction. It was at auction the just the like Smithsonian could have taken it. Oh, absolutely. I the mean, Met could have taken it. I mean Mariah Carey has Marilyn's baby grand piano mm-hmm. very famously. Um that she got at the Sotheby's auction. Yeah, it's like they, if, if these museums would have taken it. Look at I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed yeah. of you, Smithsonian. I'm ashamed. <laughs> there, it should not be I, in the same place. I don't even like blame Kim at over it, like for wearing it, for the outcry about it's disrespectful. Blah blah blah. Oh, I don't think it, it is. It is owned by. Dip- Ripley's Believe It or Not. Like, if anything, like, it's... I think she looked great. I think yeah. she usually always... I don't think it was the... Her, um... I think the illusion of the dress is a bit lost on Kim, who yeah. who is olive-colored. She has olive-colored skin. The The dress was specifically designed... It is this. It was the same color as Marilyn. Yeah. So it really did... It, you know, it was an illusion. When the lights hit her... It looked like she was nude. Yeah. Um, but Kim has the ability to change her skin tone. She does. She, if we <laughs> saw a pale Kim for the first time, I think that that would have been even more of like, um, it, I think it would have added to the experience. because. Every, but everyone was tan. I mean, everybody, I everybody dipped into that tan. Why? I don't know. Because... They took gilded. <laughs> but the thing is, it wasn't. Nobody, you know, first off, we talked about it the last episode, but nobody understands the Met Gala themes ever, ever, ever. I, again, I feel like Anna Wintour, you got to tighten up these themes a little bit. Um, you got to give people examples, yeah. just like their children. Just like, listen, the theme of this party is strawberries. Here's some ideas. You could come as this. You could come as strawberry shortcake. You could come as, you know, anything with a strawberry in it is acceptable. I, but like, it's kind of like the year they didn't understand camp, what have you. She looked great that year too, but um, I don't know. It was the outcry of it. I think it was a combination of the dress itself, the fact that she changed into a dupe and the losing 15 pounds in three weeks comment, mm-hmm. which I didn't think it was that horrible. She said it as a, you know, it's not the healthiest thing probably to do, but she probably has nutritionists and dietitians on call that it's like, how do I do this in the safest way possible? Mm-hmm. It's very achievable. It is achievable to do that. And she saw it as a role and she made headlines. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Chloe looked great too, but got absolutely no press. Yeah, for, I think Chloe was the best dress out of all of them. Yeah, she looked. I mean, that height because Chloe has height on her side while no one else does. Mm-hmm. I mean, she can pull off things in such a different way too. Yeah, Kim had to wear pleasers. 
she did have those pleasers on, uh, which Amanda Lepore um, <laughs> pointed out, and I was dying. Um, but another thing that I keep on noticing, but I don't think Kim had them on. This is a humanizing factor of Kim Kardashian. And my and this is the only similarity between me and Kim Kardashian. So that girl suffers from psoriasis, something awful, and I suffer from eczema, something awful. And I get if if the reason why she is wearing gloves all the time has more to do with that than, or if it is just a benefit of so many of the Balenciaga outfits she has worn, good on her. It's kind of like Bob Fosse always having a hat. Where when he's dancing, it's become part of their. Um, it's it was it always became part of his stylistic choices. But the reason why he always used hats and derby so much was because he was balding. Like so, Enrique Iglesias. Enrique Iglesias is balding. Mm-hmm. That's why he's always in a hat. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Pulling pulling a falsy. Yeah, well, pulling a falsy, but she's the gloves um as i scratch myself i know that uh, <laughs> i know that the psoriasis is a really real You're thinking thing. about it now i'm thinking a, about it itchy. well she was just on the cover um as many people know of uh, she was one of the models on sports illustrated and somebody had to point out to me because the bikini she's wearing the bikini she's wearing is like flush colored yeah. it's like the same it's a skims bikini same color as her skin and she has these like gloves on mm-hmm. swim gloves i was like what the hell are these is it and i'm like if anyone this is going to become a trend it is yeah. going to become a trend because of her yeah. and i'm like am i able to wear swim gloves that would help with I'm my sh- sensitive parts of my eczema because i'm a- sure skims carries them skims probably does carry them mm. which listen i have several pairs of their underwears and i love them i gotta give it to her i gotta give it to them you gotta give them credit where credit is due i know nothing about her makeup line i got one kylie lip kit it's amazing mm-hmm. but that underwear is great and the good american jeans are great i'm gonna say it yes they're too expensive but what are you gonna do yeah. what are you gonna do um anything that you would love to see like if you had a dream list of something that you would love to see this season on this even though you know it probably won't happen what would it be Mm. i want to see the birth of kylie's baby what is what is kylie's baby's name right now we do not know it was wolf was it it not wolf which is something chloe suggested and then they're like just kidding it's not wolf anymore uh, but we still don't know the name of the baby. Yeah. I would like to know the name of the baby. That's If I can't get her birth, I would like to know the name of the baby. I want it to be something unpronounceable like Elon, Musk, Elon Musk's children. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like I don't that. either. Um, I think it'll be probably just like Jacques because that's Travis Scott's real name. Oh, it is? Yeah. Jacques? Jacques. I did not know. I learned something new every time I sit down with you. Um, I would love to see them have the balls, which they don't have to have, to bring in something in regards to Astro World. Yeah. 
Um, I think it's a misstep if they don't. I don't think it's going to hurt any hurt their ratings. I think all it could do would to improve the optics somewhat if they recognized it. I think when you don't recognize something at with such a level that had such an impact and was so tragic and no one did a really good job after the fact. He did not come off good after the fact. Um, as you said before, this would be probably their best exposure platform to do so. Yes. And I'm like, come on, you have the balls. Yes. There's a way to do this. It's not going to make up for anything, but at least it's going to recognize that we know. Mm-hmm. We know that this was fucking horrible. Yeah. We're not going to ignore it. But by ignoring it and pretending to be other places when you're not, mm-hmm. that's left a gross yeah. taste in my mouth. Yeah. I would also like to see, and we know it's not happening, um, I would like someone, I would like Chloe to have someone, you know, sweep her off her feet that is not a horribly tragic man yeah i think chloe needs to go the way of ariana grande and date like a nobody oh absolutely a rich nobody but a nobody a very rich nobody i'm thinking of like a somebody who does a high level tax lawyer or something yeah yeah absolutely someone that is not not a ball player. Just let's mm. goodbye ball players. Mm. Goodbye. No singer, no ball player, no rapper. Someone beautiful and lovely. I don't know. A, a cowboy, perhaps. <laughs> a rancher. I could see her with a rancher. Could you not? I watch a lot on my telenovela, it's all about ranchers and I love them. I love me a cowboy. But she's a very, she's an athletic person. Yes. Someone who, you know. We need to see her save a horse and ride a cowboy. She would look She would look great in Western wear. You know she was. Yeah, she does. Like, sometimes Good American. She got that Good American brand. It's already, like. Oh, it's already primed. So, yeah, yeah praying for a love connection. Um, do the, one more question, which we do not see a lot of. There was one season that. Somebody's dog t- kept on shitting in Chris's house. And I think it was Kendall's dog. Um, do the Kardashians, do we know if they have pets? Yeah. So Kylie has many Italian greyhounds. Oh, uh, those Kendall, dogs are nightmares. But Kendall go on. has a Doberman. That was um, the shit. The dog would not yeah. stop shitting. Yes. Um, Kim's daughter, North. Has a lizard. Of course um, she does. And mm. its name's Speedy, I think. Speedy the lizard. And then they have the tiny dog named Sushi. And Sushi is in the same breed of the tiny dog that Courtney has. Which I don't remember Courtney's dog's name. I think it's Honey. Um, <laughs> I don't think It's not Chloe like Danzig. Or <laughs> Henry Rollins. <laughs> so she definitely got this dog before she yeah. became the punk rock superstar yeah. that she is. Yeah. 
<laughs> because it had a storyline in one of the previous, you know, keeping up the Kardashians. It was God the storyline with the sushi and the honey and um and then I don't think Chloe has any pets and Chris doesn't have any pets. And she's just too busy. Yeah. And all that China wear. Exactly. I mean I don't And Chloe is self proclaimed Chloe D. She everything needs to be cleaned. I don't think a pet would fit into her organization true if anybody has ever seen um i found it somewhere there's an article if i can find it i will post on the website but chloe's there was a tiktok at one time chloe's cabinet organization pantry organization um it's both aspirational and a little terrifying yes the level of detail i mean i don't think i don't no, if she's doing it, I'm sure she's hiring someone to do it. But I think if Khloe Kardashian walked into my home and opened up my pantry, she would, she'd probably have an aneurysm. There is mm-hmm. such a lack of organization <laughs> that I'm like, I don't even know what's in here. Like, yeah. um, I have object permanence. If I can't see something, I don't remember it exists. It's not there. Yeah. Right, exactly. And I have a whole, she would probably, I have a butcher, a mini butcher's block in my kitchen where I just have a spice here, a spice there, some pine nuts. There's a some, roll of toilet paper. <laughs> perhaps a roll of toilet paper. Um, no, no rhyme or reason, but I support it and I know where it's at for myself. But yes. for someone who has those, type of tendencies like her i always i did always love that she had the um the cookie jar the see-through cookie jar of the oreos Oreos. that were the different like she had like the vanilla oreos and then the chocolate oreos and they were patterned yes i know exactly what you're you know what i am speaking yes i'm like that's yes i mean it's It's gorgeous it's gorgeous (laughs) but as long as you don't eat the oreos yeah. Do you know what I mean? The moment someone gets in there and starts... And that's with her whole, like, pantry. Is it raining? I think so. The weather has turned. It's Cleveland and the weather has turned. But on that note, we are going to end this. I have kept you here a very long time. I have a friend at home. Yes, you're like, I do have a life, Teresa. <laughs> and I have a show that I have to get to. Yeah. You're just making everybody late. Yes, I have a goddamn play. Um... You're like, I need to talk about the Oreos. But I have to talk about that Oreo. Well, there's always more to get to with the Kardashians. Always. And I do appreciate you coming on today. And because you are my expert. Thank you for having me. Yes. And I'm glad that we're still keeping up, y'all, on Hulu. It's just just the Kardashians. I will always be keeping up. I will, too. Um, They're like a... I'm just, it's like a shiny object. I just, I keep on following I'm it. Like, I'm like a bird and I like shiny things. I do know that uh, you had said on your, either on your, t- I think it was oh, on your TikTok. TikTok, how watching this had rejuvenated your interest in the family, this new format of. Well, yeah, I just, going a year without the reality show, I was like, what am I going to do on my Sunday nights if I don't have the Kardashians? It's true. And now I have it again. And so it's like, yay, <laughs> thank God. But now it's on Tuesdays, which is like throwing me off. Yeah, it needs to go back to Sundays. Sundays. I agree. Sundays are is a really good time for that. Yeah, it, It's a good way to 
to gently step into your work week. Oh my god, it, it makes me a better person. Yeah, it gets you ready. <laughs> it gets you ready. Ready to take on that Monday. I yes. know, I know. All right, well, do not forget to rate and review. Please, please, please. Five stars, of course. It gets me to the top of the list, and it makes it easier for other people to find the Pop Culture Persephone. Also, visit my companion website at popcultureperceptiony.com where there is a ton more of details. Go to my contributors page to learn more about Roxy Remenick, my beautiful guest host this week. This is her second time, but she'll be back. No worries. No worries. Yeah, this time next year? We're gonna, next time we're going to talk about something that is not the Kardashians. All right. I don't know what that is yet. We'll figure it but out. But we'll figure it out. All right. Thank you. Till later. Bye-bye.